So we have a Calgary firefighter who was the first black firefighter in Calgary, Alberta, which is Western Canada. And he's gonna share his experiences of racism for decades. Take a look. In 1995, when I started the job, um, I heard the N-word every single day I went to work, every single day. People still will get up and walk out of a room when a black person walks in. Um, in fact, a whole, a whole group of people sitting at a table will stand up and walk away. Or they'll simply not acknowledge uh, a new black firefighter. What was the reaction when you complained about what you were experiencing? At first, what I believed was genuine uh, concern and a desire to help, which did not take me long to realize was a complete sham. Many of us uh, refer to Calgary fire stations as IDLH environments. And IDLH stands for um, immediate danger to life and health. Mm -hmm. That is a term firefighters use to identify dangerous emergency scenes that we go to where we need to be heads up on this. This is dangerous, this is life-threatening. We have that feeling when we walk into fire stations every single day. We don't know for 100% certain that the guy beside me has got my back, so I need to make damn sure I can get out. Uh, the training that we need right now is not fire ground survival, we need fire hall survival. Many of us don't make it out alive. Do you believe that this kind of racist abuse is, is one of the contributing factors to, to some of your colleagues' deaths? I know for a fact that bullying, harassment, racism, uh, abuses of, of these kinds, and the very toxic environment that we face, suicides are directly related to those. So 69% of firefighters in Canada are white. 8.1% of firefighters in Canada are black. And so this goes on a lot within the fire stations, the racism that black men go through. Uh, so this is nothing new, but double that when you're in the province of Alberta, because I've said before, it is a very racist province. And this brother, who by the name is Chris Coy, being the first black uh, firefighter in the 90s, going through this, and as he said, hearing the word, the N-word every day uh, for his entire tenure, um, that's a lot to deal with when you're out there serving and protecting. And then to also get this fake concern and fake support and fake, um, I'm here for you, uh, from the chief when he would file a complaint against what he was going through, um, added to that doesn't help. And then also using the fire, I guess, terms uh, that are used at the fire station, which is something that they're supposed to be using when in field, not in-house when you've got to be covering your back because you're black. And then he talks about you know, some of some of the firefighters, his fellow colleagues um, that were black that uh, unalived themselves over all of the discrimination that they went through. Um, this is one of the things that he expand on that's not shown in the video, but he did expand on that because of what they were going through. If you think about it, these firefighters are usually the first to arrive at any scene. Um, before the police and the ambulance oftentimes. So they see a lot. 
And then going into burning buildings, I could imagine what they would see when they, you know, if somebody didn't make it out, a uh, baby, a mother, pregnant mother, you name it, a young child, an entire family. And all of that that they go through, they have to find a way to, um, uh, you know, an outlet to, to not be fostering it and taking on. So they have to be desensitized. And that's a lot on your psychological, mental health, physical health as well to try to contain all of that and find a way to, I guess, move past everything that you see and experience as a firefighter. That coupled with not feeling safe in fire stations, not feeling safe around these people, how does he know that his life will end at the hands of one of his them folks counterparts when he's supposed to be having his back? So all of this combined is a lot to go through as a firefighter. I personally don't even know why they would take a job like this, knowing that you're going through this racism and don't have the support from your superiors. It's a lot to go through. But this brother made it out alive and lives to tell the story of what he went through. And this continues to go on, as he even mentioned in the clip. Um, to today, it still goes on, and I do have more reports of Black firefighters out in Quebec, another racist province, um, that are experiencing this as well, which I will be sharing at a later date. So this is really unfortunate, and um, I you know, hope that for all of the other brothers that are out here um, as firefighters or in you know, first responding uh, positions, that they remain safe because you're not safe inside and you're not safe outside. Let me know what you all think about this. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations. And last but not least, subscribe to the African Diaspora News app. You wanna get that one. Download it and subscribe. You can grab it at the Google or Apple store on your phone, or you can uh, go to africandiasporanews.org and get it there. You want to get this app. You'll have access to content you won't see anywhere else. So you want to get it. Wonderful stuff. And you don't want to miss out on it. So download that app. And until next time, please be safe, everyone. Peace be.